I didn't really care when you interrupted Hey, me. and we're live. Oh, this is the Maple right. Syrup After Show. Designers Discussing Design, Episode 68, Painful Playtesters. We have replaced Gil with J.R. Honeycutt. Can I hear you, J.R.? Can you hear me? Yeah! yeah. yeah. We're excited that you're here on your anniversary. Oh, yeah, man. wow. <laughs> yeah, this uh, guy's a trooper. Or really, he's a saint. Oh, yes, Amy is a saint. That's right. Okay, I was wondering which anniversary we're talking about. Uh, Nine-year wedding anniversary, guys. Yeah, congratulations, Uh buddy. Thank you. And Gil Hova will be coming back. Don't worry, we didn't scare him too far away. He just uh, uh, is uh, refilling his cup and doing all that kind of stuff. So uh, he'll be back with us soon. But uh, just to catch JR up, we had a wonderful show talking about painful playtests. Uh, oh yeah, and so that that I'm sure Jared can talk about as well. But before we go there, I want Jared to update us on the exciting episode they had at Nerd Nighters this evening. Uh, I I gave it a little mention during our show, but uh, straight from you, uh, give us a little quick uh, yeah, synopsis. Yeah. We had Larry Rosnai, president and now CEO of uh, Mayfair Games, obviously famous because they've done Settlers of Catan for 20 years now. They announced last week they were selling the English rights to Asmodee North America, which means that Asmodee now has worldwide rights to license and distribute uh, Settlers of Catan. So we had Larry come on and talk about what happened, when it happened, why it happened, um, what kind of new car he bought afterwards, wow. uh, what the future like, of Mayfair is going to be. Uh, surprise, surprise, he bought a German car, right? After uh, it's a Beamer. I need That's to right. watch that show. I'm very curious about that. It's it funny because I was talking with it with some other industry insiders, and I think it's the worst kept secret in the industry. Yep. I mean, I, I've known about it for a while, but didn't well, know when they were going to announce it. So we can't all be Sen Fong Lim, right? Well, no, no, but it's not, yeah. I'm not saying that it's a good thing that I knew. It's just, I didn't know that it wasn't a thing. Like I didn't know that it wasn't a thing that people knew that this was happening. Yeah. It was funny. There was there was a lot of chatter on Board Game Geek and a lot of chatter on Reddit uh, the day that it went live. There were a lot yeah. of people talking about it. So it's awesome because now they can do like the third rebranding in four years. So it's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, milk that me. cow, dude. If I ever get a cow that's that rich, I'm gonna milk it until it kicks over and dies. Yep. <laughs> it's neat though. They uh, one of the things Larry said, and I'm really proud of him for this, is that uh, no job losses so far. Um, not no job losses, and they're going to continue to produce uh, Catan for Asmodee North America for at least the year 2016, which means a lot of the upstream producers who make the components that then get put into Catan at their assembly factory in um, in Chicago, north of Chicago, yeah. uh, they're all going to continue maintaining production. And uh, Mayfair is going to use as they as that falls off a little bit, they're going to try to use those channels to encourage people to see them as a printer or a solution for. Um, printing in the U.S. And that's interesting because oh, wow. that's that's what Larry's always kind of wanted to do. He's very yeah. very vocal about why are you printing in China? Why are you printing in China? Why are you printing in China? And he doesn't just say that to me because I'm Chinese. He says that to everybody. Um, and you were Canadian. Well, I am, but uh, oh. when it suits him. Yeah, when it suits me. <laughs> I, uh, oh, like I'm it's, Scottish. It's glad I'm <laughs> and I'm German. A boot, a boot, a boot, a boot, a boot. I get it. I'm Puerto Rican, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been a thing that Larry's been chatting a lot about for the last couple of years about yeah. why don't people use this facility that's here? Um, and now that Catan won't be you know gumming up the works so much, 
mm-hmm. I mean, there's an opportunity there, right, to be be there to print other people's stuff, which yeah, is cool, which is an interesting thing. Um, I'm listening. There is. Uh, there is a lot of in-country production if it can be done at a competitive rate, competitive price, and we can not have to wait for ships and containers to cross those uh, oceans that separate us from the big production plants in China, then maybe we are better off. Maybe things will be good. And that, Plus that, no that's customs fees. No customs fees and no customs delays also. Yeah, yeah, not amazing. for us though. We still have those. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if we then said run an American, American subsidiary or a partnership with an American co-pub, then that would, that would definitely pan out best yep. in everybody's favor. And yeah, it was, Mary's too, right? Which would be great. It was a great interview. Um, if you guys want to check it out, we're going to post it on the uh, youtube.com slash podcast. It's also, we did a simulcast for the first time ever through oh, our Twitch, Twitch stream. Yeah, oh, so cool. Twi- Good job. Thank How you. Thank you. Out? It worked beautifully. We had live chat running on Twitch while we were broadcasting live through YouTube. Uh, and you guys can catch that at twitch.tv slash dfwnerdnight. Is this uh, going to so be a continued yeah. thing where you're going to double double stream, yep. co-stream? Cool. We're going we're gonna to double stream for a while. Eventually, we may just post the videos to YouTube afterwards. Uh, but I think as long as it works in Ace's computer, we're going to always simulcast. Huh. Um, so you can watch the show live in both places, and you'll be able to chat in both places too. So. Right. So why Twitch? Just wondering. They had more uh, viewers there. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a couple a couple reasons for it. Number one, Twitch has a native audience. Uh, at any given time, there are a few thousand people logged into Twitch checking out yeah. board game content, um, yeah. which means that, you know, there are only, like, a few talk shows, and if you look at, like, regularly scheduled content on Twitch right now, it's basically tabletop and some of the geek and sundry stuff, and that's it. Yeah, so, and they're really hungry for creative. Yeah, totally. Like, we had people just jumping in and checking it out. It's one thing that doesn't happen on YouTube, yeah. Uh, because Twitch exists as sort of a, like a network that you go to to watch this kind of content. Right. Uh, you don't catch, you guys know this, you don't catch stray listeners or stray watchers on YouTube that just find your stuff, right? No, they have to be looking for it. Yeah, exactly. So it's really Also, only a 13-second delay as opposed to about a 90-second delay, which is really nice. So the chat is a little more live. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. And we can do a picture-in-picture, so we can, we can actually do a picture-in-picture broadcast that still shows our Hangout window popping back and forth in the corner, but then also shows like Tabletop Simulator or what we're playtesting. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. So we're going to do have a, like, uh, used to have a Twitch uh, board game channel uh, this past summer, but the name that the guys and I chose, everyone thought it was going to be strippers or inappropriate content because we did a play on words, and they're all like, what, what, board games? And we're like, yeah, that's when then no one watches. And then it exploded, and we're like, oh. <laughs> It was very awkward for a while. <laughs> best laid plans. Yes. Oh, you best can't say that. That's, that's, a, that's, a weird, uh, that's a weird analogy, right? Best laid plans is going to get you stripper people. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's great, though. We're excited. We're going we're gonna to stream the Mega Civilization game for worldbuilders.org. Oh, you and Mega Civ. You're hilarious. Yeah, man. We're doing it. We're doing an 18-player game that's at Flathead headquarters on the 23rd, so next Saturday. We're doing a big live fundraiser through Twitch uh, in partnership with worldbuilders.org, which is Pat Rothfuss's charity. Yeah. So we're going to run that whole thing. It's going to be awesome. So. Wonderful. Hey, where did where did Tyler go? I don't know. So, hey, um, JR, share with us, since you're the only one who hasn't, a uh, horrible playtest experience that you've had either on either end. Well, let me tell you, this one time <laughs> that we sat around to play a game at Gen Con and talked about it for three hours... 
I'm Which kidding. game was that? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We actually had a wonderful uh, playtest at, at Gen Con. It was super useful. Um, I have... Okay, so... Oh, you know what? Okay, here's, here's a good one. Last year, I was working on a game that I called Gold Rush. And what it was was a simultaneous play bag-building game about building up a gold empire in 1849 San Francisco. And I, I was really relying on the simultaneous play to bring the pace of the game up, and as it turned out, players naturally tried to go turn order, and I sat my group down, and these four guys, God bless them, played my game for three hours and got halfway through it, right? <laughs> like This is like with rules questions and discussions and not understanding what cards did and everything, and at the end of it, like I could tell that they were like furious, but also too exhausted to actually say anything. And it was really, really bad, and I felt terrible about it. And it turns out that like a lot of my playtests end up going that way. So now I just try to make them as quick as I possibly can, and get feedback and go. I don't know if that counts as terrible, but it felt that way. I'm not like that with my wife. We'll lay in bed and say, "Okay, we're gonna playtest something tonight." And three hours <laughs> later, she's like, "Ah!" <laughs> that euphemism, so Tyler. <laughs> That's why hey, we have Tyler. What are you? Uh, interesting euphemisms. <laughs> uh, what other stuff do we have to talk about in this wonderful industry of ours? We can talk uh, about Megasiv. No, <laughs> you talk about it so much. We don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Hi, uh, Jr. Did you know that I totally redesigned Civ, the Avalon Hill version? The original or the Advanced Civilization version? Both. Really? I don't. Did you? See, I don't know if you've seen it on Board Game Geek. Any of the uh, images or graphic design? I completely rehauled the whole thing and uploaded all the files for free. Dude, send wow. me a link. Let, yeah, give me a link to it. It's yeah. pretty. So it's not mega sieve, but it's a prettier version of oh, yeah. the original. Pretty sieve. Pretty sieve. I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting 18 wooden cigar boxes right now, and I'm going to stain them in the color of the sieve, and then burn their logos on top of the cigar boxes for wow. the tokens. That is so that was what the cigar box request was. Oh, no. Exactly, yeah. That is committed, sir. You're talking you know, to the guy who redesigns a game <laughs> graphically? Uh, okay, you're, fair. You're fair point. Fair, fair point. point. That is absolutely fair. Okay, you know what I found the other day? I found trolls the other day while I was cleaning my office. I said, hey, what is this? And it was Evan Derrick's card game that Trolls? you redesigned. Wasn't it Trolls? You mean Love Letter? Oh, yeah. you mean Love Letter? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is, a, this is the other thing that you... <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's a really pretty redesign. It is a pretty redesign, but I found it. I said, oh, I've been meaning to look for this, and there it was. <laughs> yeah, where is my copy? That's a good question. See? That's right. Yeah. Didn't I send you a special copy, Daryl? No. No, we got it at the gathering. We got it at gathering. No, I spent Brett Myers a special copy. He asked uh, for one. And I, so now, now I should just be jealous. Nah, of Brett. now we're That's all jealous of Brett. You should. Well, I was anyway. You, Brett? Has anyone played the Rome game? Yet? Yeah. Not since it was a proto. Yeah, I played it as a proto as well. Did you play the finished version? Oh, it's up there. I can't. We can't see that, Daryl. But yeah. it's up there. No. There it is. Look up. Way. Lovely, right there, Rome. That's a that's a nice R and R stack right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, look, there's first and goal. And Mr. Glenn is watching right now. And Spike, mm. hey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> is, that, is that an Akrotiri poster you got in the background? Because if I reach my right hand right over here, we've just got right here a copy of. <gasps> oh. Yeah, it is. A, 
Yeah, I haven't put the posters up yet. So one of my favorite two-player games. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's a game that I played wrong and still fell in love with, and then didn't realize I was playing it wrong until Sen told me. That's <laughs> always a good sign. Yeah. No, then that's okay. Uh, it's a sandbox game. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> it is now. It is now. When does Acro Legacy come out? Oh, I don't know. As soon as, uh, I don't know. As soon Whatever as someone Sophie gets angry says, and rips up one of the cards. Yes. Oh, so actually, let's talk about let's talk about that. So, it's sort of like play testing. Have you ever play tested with a publisher where stuff has gone way bad? Oh yeah. Yeah, tell us about it. Oh. <laughs> oh um, man, I designed something. I think was it my first gathering? I I got all. I got all heady and thought I was a genius and thought I could design. <laughs> you thought you saw, you thought you were Stephen Glenn is what you thought. I, I did. I thought I was Stephen Glenn, and I made a game. And oh, man, what did we? It, literally, I made it in a week, and I took it there and thought it was great. And I sat down with Zev and Z-Man and played it, and man, it was just flat. A credit to him that he sat through the whole thing. But uh, about five minutes in, I was like, oh, man, my game sucks. <laughs> Daryl has many, many attacks. I was just going to say, I can I can describe one of those, uh, specifically with Zev and a couple other Z-Man testers. I had three employees play a game of mine, which up to that point I had never... Heard a negative <laughs> comment from a playtest, which should be a flag. But, really, really but, but at the same time, at the same time, the weirdest part was we had fifty different games playtested up to that point, fifty separate plays. So we thought this is a decent amount for a small game, very small game. That's a very decent amount. A decent amount of plays to get to a point where we're like, huh, we think we got something here. And then, and I played it with. Zev and uh, JF and Martin. And Martin. Yeah. And at the Martin. end of it, the, the three comments were I'm going to put them in a different order because it, it's a funnier order then. <laughs> I'll start with Zev's, which you'd think would be the highlight, but he, he actually gets runner up. So he had the second best comment, and it was Well, after my first turn, I knew I'd hate the game. <laughs> 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 he did need a turn. But then knew he would hate the game. Oh. Martin, Martin's comment was strictly, "Yeah, what they said." <laughs> I cannot put the words into English. I do not have the, the what they said. So terrible. Okay. So what there's, they said. There's nothing else I want to add. Just what they said. And then the ultimate goes to JF, who <laughs> still to this day, every time I see him, we joke about this. But and he, he's a lovely just, human being, by the way. He's like all a very <laughs> polite, humble dude, very positive. He has playtested things for me many times. Um, and, and his response was, this game makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me so angry because it's so bad. I don't even know what to say. I'm so angry. Wow. And uh, and then what? after that playtest, literally... Uh, I think a few hours later, after I picked myself off the floor, um, I showed it to two German publishers, and both of them said I would like to take it. <laughs> so that was wow. one extreme to another. Really, wow! Really back to back. Now, wow. unfortunately, that game came back to me 
but with really interesting feedback and and the comment of show me it again at next gathering. So, can I say how much I appreciate uh, publishers or even uh, especially publishers who will tell me to my face that the game sucks. Oh yeah, I, I hate. Can I tell? Like my top thing I hate is oh well our line our line is just full next year. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and, that's the worst line. Oh, it's man, it's just not for us. Yeah, I'm like man, yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I get it, and if they say that and back that up with and here's some things you could do to change yeah. your game, that's okay. Yeah. I, 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 I want to hear I want to hear what they don't like. I actually want to hear. I want to hear what yeah. the changes they need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how would this become a you know Van Ryder game, or uh-huh. you know when your line clears up, or what about 2018? You know whatever. Yeah. Well, yep. I'll get to experience that other side when I go to the <laughs> gathering this year. Yeah. As a publisher. Ooh. Oh I man, so I'm gonna you so good. For you. You're gonna hate me. You're yeah. gonna have the one of those bring pink it. badges, right, Evan? Everyone bring pink it. badges. I, oh, yeah, I will. I need to write Alan about that. I will. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Fancy pink badge. Just, for, yeah. just forward your press release. <laughs> Say, I'm Alan, I mean to mention you need to update my badge. <laughs> you need to upgrade me, Alan. You need to upgrade me. That's funny. Um, I don't know if I've ever had any really horrible ones with, with uh, publishers. I can't think. Can't think of well, a really horrible I'll, one. I'll, I'm gonna throw something in the discussion. It never came up, and I think it's because you guys are all too nice. But I'm gonna throw this in the mix because I am a firm believer in this, and I know Sen and I have had some great debates over this topic. Um, so I'd like to hear maybe some pushback from from you guys. Uh, what do you think of arguing with your playtesters? Because I am a firm believer that you can put people on tilt and gain some fascinating and useful information. What do you What do you say to that? I'm from the South, and that sounds like the worst thing in the world to do to your friends. Wait, what was the question again? Sorry, what, I was... Uh, what about away. arguing with your playtesters? I am oh. a firm believer that through uh, through anger and through being on <laughs> tilt, you can gain a lot of information. You Yankees wow. are so mean to the people around you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a Canadian, so then most of the times Americans just go, oh, that's cute. Uh, so somebody says, I don't like the game, and you know, and then you say, no, it's perfectly fine? What, what's that going to get? There, there are pretty like... different ways to get people on tilt, but I'll, I'll tell them a, a story as an example um, to, get, to get us maybe um, on topic. But I have a co-designed game, uh, a, ki- a kid's game, where I play-tested with three other designers, and at the end of it, the one uh, designer was quite angry and said, this is not, this is not a, a kid's game. This is way too strategic. And I said, well, I'm not looking for that feedback. As I told you at the beginning, I'm only looking for this feedback. Um, let me know what you think of that. Which then that person proceeded to argue with me that I needed to listen to whatever they had to say because they just played my game. And I proceeded to say, you can share all that you want, but... You know, I'm still really only looking for this information, so I don't want you to waste your breath. And then that <laughs> continued to escalate to the point where we got in an argument over what the game was, and I gained tons of great information from this argument. Wow. Well, at the end of it, it was so beautiful that he actually like came up to me afterwards and was like, I was just so passionate about this because I really like what's going on in this game. Let's co-design. And we ended up Co-designing that game and got it signed, and it's coming out with R and R games wow. this year. 
Amazing. I'm going to go ahead and say that's the exception, that telling a <laughs> playtester that they should waste their breath, shouldn't waste their breath, is usually going to come back poorly on you. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's always the best way, but I am saying, what it, it, have you ever used the non-nice way to gain, glean information or, you know, challenge your playtesters or argue with your playtesters or things like that? I Only think the word you're really looking for in. is bully. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think I have. I mean, that's almost like the film director who you know is um you know he he like bullies and and cajoles performances out of all the various actors. But anyway, on that note, I'm gonna head off. So, <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm scared on you. Go away. Yep. Yep. So Trilly and I. Yep. Trilly and I say uh, good night. Uh, Jr. I'll see you uh, in a few weeks. Right. And uh, take it easy, everyone. Have a great night. Yeah, see you later. Okay, bye. 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 Guys, like, just real quick, can we just talk about the fact that it's con season again? And oh, where did the it's last not con go? season yet? It's con, dude. Con season starts in two weeks. It's con planning season. Yeah, no joke. Pack South it's, happens, and then I'm going. Pack South. It's it's forty thousand people. It's Pack Texas. South. And then it's 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 biggest Canada is, um, and then it's Dream Nation, and it's it's all these. Other Are you shows saying that if we had a convention in Canada, you'd call, you'd call that a real convention? Yeah, no, you guys have a, you guys do uh, no, you guys don't. do uh, uh, lumberjack con, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone meets at their local Tim Hortons for a half hour a day. That's <laughs> that's, that's Canadian con right there. Yeah, no, it makes it makes no sense to me that Plaid Hat is a Texas company. Plaid Hat should be a Canadian company. It they wear, almost is. They wear plaid. It right? is right. You know. <laughs> Why do you do them? Yeah, it's a subsidiary now. I guess I don't know. Whatever you want to yeah. say. Um, but yeah, con season's upon us, and so we have been uh, planning our travels. Jay's getting married this year, so. Um, that you will. That's so sad. No, so so we'll uh, we have we have a trip already planned to Mexico. Um, Jay and, and me, just Jay and me. <laughs> just Jay. Are you going on Jay's honeymoon with him? That is so precious. Yeah. Oh, it's the city slickers moment. Yeah, so, no, we are actually going to the wedding with Jay uh, in Mexico. So Jay and Danny and. Uh, Everybody else, so there's not, you know, it's not a huge wedding, but it's a destination wedding in Mexico. You said in, um, in Mexico, like south of here? Yeah, like just south of you. Just the one that's down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just the one that's here. down there. That country that's below that other almost country. It's not, not, not almost country. Once was country. Once, once was country, now has been conquered. Did you know that Texas what? is less than a thousand miles away from Canada? Who, yeah, probably. Who's talking in miles? What's what's a mile? I don't know what a mile is. It's like yeah, it's like three it's like three or four kilometers. I don't know. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> the rest of the world is not speaking this language. Yeah, Did you know that Texas has conventions as big as Canada? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I I once had a Canadian tell me the best joke about Canadians, which you should each ask me privately sometime, which I will not share publicly All right. right now. All right, we'll talk to you in, in Niagara Falls. <laughs> Very close so, to Canada. That's the oh, thing, by the way. I, I want that. I want that gathering invite, guys. All you guys get to go to the gathering, and all of us guys down south it's never already been decided. It's That's it's up. Sorry, guys. The the game is rigged. It's stacked against anybody from south of the Mason-Dixon line, right? 
all it's been decided. Oh, maybe, Alan, maybe, Alan, Alan, Alan a big Yankee. Tomorrow, <laughs> the ones in will know. So. Yeah, Alan's gotten a little rigid. I I was it's very I thought very close because I'm helping run a big field trip and I still he said thanks Daryl but it's slim pickings right now we don't Wait, have a lot of room. You're not invited back? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm invited back. But... Oh well, then what's the? Oh, yeah, just... <laughs> but I was trying. I was trying to get people in. I was saying yeah. I got a whole bunch of people I know that would love so, to come. Me so. and Ace talked about this. Me and Ace actually had this discussion. We're just gonna show up, right? We're just gonna walk into the front door and be like, "All right, guys, we're here for gathering." And it's not gonna, gonna go like, well. No, it's not gonna go well. Not gonna go well. I will. I will get. It's Buffalo. First off, nobody there knows what to do to certify it. We're from Texas. We've all got guns. No one's gonna. We're just gonna pull your jersey over your head, buddy. Perspective. I know you're. You you enjoy Seinfeld, correct? I don't. I've never even. I don't even know what that is. No. What? No, I never got Seinfeld, man. It's just a weird show that people live in this crazy city. I was gonna say, Alan Moon is the supervisor. You guys ever watch Bonanza? <laughs> yes. That's where it's at, right there, a little bonanza. Yeah. Isn't that like a, oh, you can Duke, do... Dukes of Hazard? It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, aren't you I would... more from Dukes of Hazard land than JR is? Man, I'm not. I'm from the East Coast. I live <laughs> in now, but I don't. I don't share any of their predilections for Confederate their flags own cousins and... and guns. <laughs> I'm much more European in my perspective on guns, but we're not going to talk about, talk about politics right now. <laughs> I'm the same way. Would, would you put guns in, in the games you design? <laughs> there are. Uh, uh, not yet. <laughs> all, all me and Ace are saying is that what, like, what happens if we just rent a truck, put that truck as close as we can get to the premises without actually being on the premises, and just put out a barbecue pit and just barbecue and play games. I will come and eat your food. Away. That's what will happen. Then I'll have something to eat other than Indian food. Also, That's exactly what will happen. Alan Moon would not like you. Yeah, I don't even care. You down. He doesn't even know who I... What, is he going to get in a fist fight with me? He's 90 <laughs> years old. <Dude. laughs> he'll, just, he'll just talk to the guys he's at the casino with and be like, those two, those two people, I want them erased. Let me tell you, I'm really scared of 45, 68-year-old casino guys. Like, what, what are they going to do? <laughs> to, be, to be fair, uh, the gathering is a somewhat unique experience, which Alan is very hard to maintain. Yeah, and it, it is that way because of all the work he's put into it. it and that's the same people. justification they use to keep people from getting to go down to Augusta and playing the Masters, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Beth Sobel just said, congratulations, JR, you have just founded the Gathering of Enemies. <laughs> I'm just Josh, and I run a whole group full of people that throw completely Wait. open events for anyone to come to. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's what it is. Um, and I, you know, I, 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 for one, am sad that you can't be there, and other people can't be there. Well, I do recall an open invite to a gathering not too long ago yeah. that you could have come to. What was up with that? So, for, it, it, I wanted to go. It's bad timing. But if it had been on this side of the border, I think Amy and I would have squeezed it out. But when you make that extra, when you make the cross across the border on terms of flights, man... It doubles or triples the flight cost. It's insanity. Even for you, eh? Your dollar so, then doubles. Yeah, your yeah. dollar then is like... JR, Stephen Glenn is telling me that Dale Yu uh, crashed the gathering, and that <gasps> is how he got in. 
That's what wow. I'm saying. I was, I was literally emailing with Dale earlier today, and if Dale, you can do it, then I can do it, right? Wow. And it, and it's totally do it. This year, it man, 2016, Dale. Crash the Gathering. Let's Dale. see what happens. Dale right. does offer some uh, services that I would like <laughs> to see you offer. I'm yeah. just saying, man, Dale develops Dominion. I've developed Seafall, right? Right? I'm just... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, you know... Wait, if you... When's that coming out? When's that coming out? Uh, we're looking at, you know, b- before 2020. We're hoping. Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. It'll be out this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I don't know what I'm allowed to say about that. Yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, what are you allowed to say about what's going on at, at Artana? How's everything yeah. going there? Uh, it's going wonderfully. Thank you for that. Um, I am a full-time game developer and also doing some help with marketing and business strategy and all those things as well. It's going great. We're working on... Uh, the Tesla versus Edison expansion, which we're going to announce some details Woo-hoo. about this week, I think, or next week. Working on a game called Corrupted Kingdoms, which is coming to Kickstarter next month. And, of Woo-hoo. course, we're continuing work on Chronicles Origins, which is the Stone Age and Bronze Age games that are going in a box together that will be Kickstarted later this year. Oh, uh, tell me, tell me, first of all, I would also like to pimp my things that are coming out. But <laughs> before I do that, we will, we will. Like tell, tell me about Chronicles, because... I walked up to their booth at BGG Con, was very interested, understood the designers, understood what it was, and got a terrible pitch. Who did you get the Tell pitch me from? what that... I do not know what was that it game is. German? Tell me what it is. Was it an angry no, German who gave you the pitch? It wasn't an angry German. It was someone who obviously didn't really understand the game and couldn't answer was he, Did he have glasses on? No, nah, I think it was a, a girl. You know? oh. yeah, I was going to say, I know who it was. I'll I'll answer that question and more. Do it next, next week on the Nerd Nighters at eight seven. <laughs> okay, I've been kidding. Oh, oh, did not. Yeah, I get to it. Chronicles Origins. Uh, it's a co-design. It's I'm sorry. Chronicles Origins is going to be a five-game series from co-designers Dirk Niemeyer and Rob Davio. You might know both those games. Dirk's the original yeah. founder of Conquistador, which is now Artana. Rob Davio is famous for such games as Heroescape and also this one called Ghost Goats. Yes, yes, um, yes. Right, right. So that's it. That's the pitch, right? Enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> all right, anyway. That's all you need okay, to know okay. to buy. Basically, what I got was I understood it's a legacy game and that each In edition way, yeah. or each segment is standalone, but they also build on each other, and I asked questions about yes. that, and they were not answered successfully. Like, I will do, can I, Yes, I will answer this question for you right now. Uh, first off, it's actually not a legacy game. The game incorporates what we're calling the Echo, echo system. Echo, um, echo, And the, the fundamental difference is that in the legacy system, you play one game, right, and your decisions go further and further in the same games in the same box. The Echo system, you play a full game, and then when you're done, I mean, like, you play a box, right? You do all the things in this box. You play eight games, ten games, whatever it is. When you're done, the artifacts from that game then move into the next box, into the Bronze Age, and they seed, and they, and they generate um, uh, content for the next game that you play, right? So you play 8, 10, 12, whatever it is, Stone Age games, and you build your Stone Age tribes, and then those tribes, their information is kind of amalgamated into a little calculation that comes out, and I've got a Bronze Age game that's very different, but it still uses these cool land cards and some of the data that you use, some of the historical moments. And these games are going to draw from each other to create this unique storyline that every group will have for their own. So, for instance, in the game 3 or game 4 or game 5, maybe you're all the way out into the, uh, into the Enlightenment, right, or maybe even the modern times, you might actually hear like a snippet of a song about something that you did all the way back in the time when you were in Stone Age, and this is going to have some mechanical repercussion. Um, it really is a beautiful system, and the games themselves are very well designed. 
Um, it's a pretty neat trick because you've got to make a game that itself is fulfilling and really interesting, but also makes you want to play a completely different game that relies, at least in some part, on some of the decisions you made in this one. Um, it's going to be fantastic, I can tell you that. Good like, sell. Testing has gone really, really well. So what if I buy the Bronze Age and I haven't even yeah, played Can you jump Age? right into game box two? Uh, well, the, the, so what we're going to kickstart is going to have both Stone Age and Bronze Age in one box. You're going to get Sorry, both game three. Together. Iron game Age. Three. Yeah, 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 you'll be able to jump straight into it. At least from, from there, the, and then your sorry. equations will start from there or whatever. I am neither Dirk nor Rob, and it's still in development. But the intention is that at any point you'll be able to jump right in. Okay. Uh, and then maybe even play backwards and come back is what we're looking for. That'd be a good. Sell. That'd be very yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So Evan, pimp your pimp your wares. Yes. All right. So at the end of this month, uh, we have, and sometime in February, we have Saloon Tycoon coming out Looks from beautiful. Band Rider Games. Dude, it is beautiful and it is cool. It Tell me about the a, game, though. It looks amazing, but what does the game do? Uh, it is, first of all, it's it's a Western setting. It's a great gateway game. Oh, cool. And uh, you are building, everyone is building their own uh, saloons. Um, basically, it's like uh, four people, or two to four people have showed up in the town and have decided to build their own saloon empires. The town is big enough for the two to four of us? Uh... I will not be taking that lovely title you guys stole, but yes, very close. So the difference is is that you're not. It's a building game, but you're not just building horizontally. You're building vertically. Nice. Place much like in Rampage, where you place the meeples and you put the tiles mm-hmm. on top, but it all starts very built up and you break it down. In Saloon Tycoon, you start at the ground floor. And you build, uh, you you buy supply cubes that you place on your tiles, and then you build up. Oh, nice! So this makes me happy. At the end of the game, everyone has their own little, almost like saloon, Walmart, mega mall <laughs> kind of thing, mm. where the cool. saloon is next to the brothel, is next to yep. the jail, and then the school is on top of the brothel. Yeah. And there's That's a lot. Those will be smart kids. Yes, they will <laughs> be. They'll be well-educated in the ways of the world. So visually, the game is really cool, but it's a fantastic gateway offering. So <laughs> Review copy. <coughs> Review copy. <laughs> okay. I, you know what? I just we, we were just discussing that today. I will add you to the list, Mr. Yep. Good stuff. And, uh, and when is your game coming out, Evan? Uh, there's a lot of discussion about that. We're deep in playtest session. Many of my comments in the previous episode about how painful playtesting was <laughs> directly relate to uh, my game. Uh, basically, it's a detective game set in 1940s Los Angeles. Uh, it's very story-driven, mystery-driven. Uh, basically, the impetus was when you play Clue... You're not really solving a murder mystery. You're just trying to figure out which cards were stuck underneath the board or in the little folder. (laughs) So I wanted to create a game where you actually felt like you were solving a mystery, so it's scenario-based, much like Betrayal at House on the Hill. But it is very story-based. You're talking talking JR's language there. So it's competitive. There is one player who is actively attempting to block the detectives from solving the case, which has been a challenge. Nice. Uh, the underlying system is really solid, but we're struggling. Uh, I'm struggling to make sure the cases that are built on top of that system are really quality. So we're How many in the cases do you that. think you'll, sh- you'll ship the main game with, or the first the, box with? The hope is 10. Wow, that'd be wow. great. That's a good value. 
So yeah. you're just basically doing a board game version of Dark Stories. Oh. Uh, yes, with more games. Sweet. Yes. Nice. That's so, a good nice. thing. So. Uh, will, will I get to play it at Gathering? You will absolutely get to play it at a gathering. Will I get to to ask you to play at a gathering and then not play it like I do every year? That's true. Yes, you will also get to play it but not actually play it even though you come up to me and tell me you want to play it four times. That's a true (laughs) story. but But I treat you very nicely on your birthday. Do man, you do. Can you help me win uh, the Loop and Louie tournament, which I have not won? For Don't years. you mean? You know what? Every Chewy? year I get eliminated, so the answer is no. <laughs> I cannot apparently. Wait, right. Are you guys not gonna? Do you guys not switch to Loop and Chewy now? Do you still play Loop and Louie? No, no because, play Loop and Louie. because of the three-player restriction. Hardcore, man. We gotta stay. We we break out the old school stuff. Real How do you soft. guys feel about flapping the paddle to try to knock other people's things down? I don't think that's an acceptable strategy. Yeah, I, that, that's like, what my kids do. And if my kids like, do it, it's wrong. Are you willing to yell at me and call me a fool yes. in the middle of the game in order to get me to do it? They're all willing to totally do that. Totally. <laughs> Shame is a tool. Yeah. Shame is a tool. Shame While you're shaming me, you're shaming me, I'm going to reach over and plunk your little dudes down. You won't, oh, even know. you won't even know. That's a great idea for a game, Daryl. Shame is the tool where you have to bully people into wanting to leave the game. Last person standing wins. <laughs> yeah, this is my okay. meta game. I'm pitching to Dice Amy. No, I'm... Hey, this, <laughs> hey this, this show is about game design, right? Yeah. You know, I ostensibly. Had a, ostensibly. I had a breakthrough, and I have got to tell you guys about this. How many of you have a cat? How many of you in the audience, if you're in the audience back at home? Yeah, raise your hand if you've got a cat. Hands up, no, cats. I do not have a cat. I will never right. have a cat. I dislike well, cats. Get one. You're both wrong. Um, I made a game called Your Cat Could Win. All right? And get this. This is a game you can play with your cat, and your cat can win, and it's actually fun. You want to hear about it? No. <laughs> I hate cats. No, good, 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 good. Um, so imagine like a Lupin Louie or Lupin Chewie style spinner, right? Yeah. And every yeah. certain number of rotations, it gets a little faster and faster until eventually it stops. You've got it's got two feathery things on it. They're spinning and it's just hard enough to push pieces around. It's got a bunch of little sections on a board, a big round board, a bunch of pieces on it. Your job is to flick them and put them in the right spot using fingertips, whatever. And the spinner's job is to like kind of push the things around and get around the spot it's supposed to be in. Well, if your cat jumps on the table and starts batting yourself around, boom! Now your cat is antagonistically playing against you in this game. When the timer stops, if you don't have all the pieces where they're supposed to go, boom, you've lost. And who won? The cat. The cat. Won. The now, cat. now, is there a cat in the box? Like, yeah, which is there could be. Because if it's not, then you, know, you really need to figure out a way to include every component required in the box. I don't know. What's the, what's the, what's the 5x MSRP multiplier on a cat? Are they, can you even get them into the EU? I'm just more worried about shipping. I'm worried I mean, about air holes. Dude, if Garfield could figure out shipping for normal to Abu Dhabi, I'm confident that me and a publisher could figure out shipping for this. Right, you I call the come... game Schrodinger's Cat so they don't know if it's <laughs> yeah, a cat that. in the box or not. not yes. JR, if you can figure out how to ship a live cat in a game, I will come to Texas and kiss you. Really? It's a promise. He would. I'm a mass market. Mass market. Evan, Evan, Evan likes kissing things. He want he wants you to be like at least five thousand units. <laughs> five thousand units. I don't mean, I don't think I. Oh, here we go. I found okay. Cat shipping. Find cat transport. <laughs> I'm just saying. Here you go. Here you go. I might have a cat in a box. Hey, Maybe put a big old kiss right here, right here on my cheek. 
Build that great. spreadsheet. Start costing that thing out. Cost, that, <laughs> cost the liability and suing. JR, if you can do this, I will give you my spot at the gathering. <laughs> I can't. Yes, I actually whoa. can't gift you that, but that's I would act, almost do that. <laughs> that's actually more uh, appealing than a kiss from me. Even as hard as no, but if you go to the gathering, you could get a kiss from Evan for sure. I know. That's true. I am at the UPS site right now. I'm looking about how to ship live bees. I'm looking at how to ship cats, how to ship a lizard. It's all right here, guys. <laughs> yes, but for what MSRP? For what I mean, MSRP? Under a certain budget, like actually a game that people will buy. Budget. Guys, did you know that crocodiles are a prohibited live animal to ship? Yeah, pretty much. I could have guessed that. Shocking. Did you know that? Shocking. Right. Also, snakes. Guys, you are not allowed to snakes put snakes on a plane. On a plane. On a plane. You learned that from, plane. from Samuel You yeah. spend a lot of time yeah. diving into a very deep Wikipedia hole, don't you, JR? <laughs> hey, man, I work from home. Hard at work. I work from home by myself. You have no idea what my life is about. This is not even the tenth weirdest thing I'll do. <laughs> in, in two or three years, Artana will be forcing him to move to Boston because of this very moment. Ain't no sunshine, man. I'll, actually, this is what happened. Is those three guys, we were at Night Moves Game Cafe, right there. Night Moves Game Cafe Ooh. in Boston. Great place. Uh, we were there, and they were like, so, JR, when are you going to move to Boston? And I was like, yeah. all right, guys, when are you guys going to move to Dallas? And they were like, ho, 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 chortle, chortle, chortle. And I was like, actually, why don't you just sell one of your houses and buy three the same size, 10 miles from downtown Fort Worth? <laughs> but they could just move to Canada and make more money. Yeah, but, uh, but down here, down here, I can count the temperature on more than 10 fingers, right? First off, because we use Fahrenheit, and also because yeah, it's got a, Fahrenheit is, uh, That's right. a pretty high number. <laughs> um, There's a euphemism somewhere. Yes. Oh, one thing I do want to say is uh, before we go off air is Beth, we will make that batik game. Hey, is that Beth Sobel? Yeah. Yeah. Shout Best out Beth. Possession. I'm going to see her in two weeks or three weeks in Seattle. Cool. Beth's what, awesome. What's in Seattle? Uh, we're going to go play Megasiv in Peter Atkinson's game at the Gen Con headquarters. Oh, oh coming back to Megasiv, always. <laughs> always does, man. He's coming always to Canada does. as well because of Megasiv. So. Are you seriously it. coming to Canada for Megasiv? I'm going to try to run a game for Sophie. You won uh, from Maple Syrup. Oh, right, yes. Uh, but he will I'll, to go to see Sophie. I'm just saying. Is that a way call her? Do we call her Sophie? Is that how that goes? Well, if, you, if you're like down if with you're it, like in, I am. If you're in like Sen. No, you know what? The last time I saw her, she did the cheat kissing thing, and that is yeah. the first time in my entire life that that's ever happened. And I was like, I knew culturally what was happening, so my brain was like, be cool, be cool, be cool, right? But like, afterwards, I was like, I'm not, what do, I, I don't know what to do, right? I wanted to just give her a bear hug. That's what we do, right? It was a weird you, thing. You could have done that. She would have appreciated that. On, on, on that note, I, I give all of you a big beer bear hug. I have to go. All right, All right, Evan. We'll talk Thanks. to you later, buddy. Good Thanks, to see you. Guys. See ya. Thank you, guys. Great time. Evan, yeah. send me that. Send me that. Uh, oh, dang it! I want that Civ thing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, ru I ruined your app. Yeah, you can, you can actually just look it up on BGG. It's a it's it's a link on uh, BGG on Advanced Civilization, I think. I don't have time for that. I have a second copy of Mega Civ here in Shrink that I have to open up and sleeve. <laughs> you do it to yourself, man. I'm You're just saying it to yourself. And with Evans leaving, it is actually one o'clock, so I should probably mm -hmm. get some sleep. I got a, I got a fee. I finally, I finally made uh, my dice hate me game. Oh, you actually did it! I, 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 I finally, I finally made a game that I was proud of. The game, not just the joke. Oh, that's good. So, 
it what's is. It, what's, what's it actually called? It is climbing card game. The climbing card game. The climbing card game. Because I was like, wait, I love trick-taking games, and I also love climbing games like Haggis. And so I was like, wait, i got to make myself a climbing card game about climbing mountains. Nice. So, That's awesome, actually. Good. So, and it's awesome. If you don't so, say so yourself. I, I will be playing it more than Haggis. Ooh, Sean won't like that. <laughs> Actually, I was going to ask Sean if he'll play it. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe you should send it to Sean. I have will. you sent it to Sean? Yeah, definitely. Have he loves climbing games. i got to finish the, typing up the rules. Those are important, I hear. Well, for blind testers, it's good. I can get away with it right now, but... Now, do you literally get... mean blind testers, like the whole Braille on the cards? Because that yeah. would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, too. Gil, sadly, Gil just left, but he just designed a game for blind players. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. One of his volunteers is Richard Gibbs of 64-Ounce Games at PAX yeah, South. That's who they're going to partner. They're going to do it together. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. I played it at BGGCon. It's awesome. Is yeah. it? Cool. Yeah, it's really I fun. know you mentioned it. I just didn't know what your thoughts were on it. Yeah, no, it's really good. I was better than anyone else that had played it, but I still am not at the expert level I'd like to be. I need some practice. Because it, it is a skill of, of playing the game with no vision? Is that why? Oh, you can develop your skill at it. Yeah, of course, yeah. Just like and that like, people that are blind play. will already have those skills. Cool. Excellent. Oh, so you're just reverse engineering my Suck Your Color Blind game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. Except the uh, you suck part is missing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because they don't suck. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so on that note, because I'm laughing at Tyler's jokes, it must be time for me to go to bed. So I'm going to sign off, and I'm going to make all y'all sign off too. Let's just see where I am here. Oh, there it is. Whee! Hey, okay, so everybody, if you need to reach us, because I know you do and you want to, here's where you do it. Yahoo! Uh, Daryl, you want to sign us off? Yeah, well, as Sen mentioned, you can reach us uh, on Twitter at Meeple Syrup. You can find us online at our we website, www.meeplesyrupshow.com. You can reach us by email or on YouTube. And uh, you can find us individually on Facebook, and we'd love to chat to you. Also, we want to give a shout-out to the Bearded Meeple channel. Check them, check Tyler's videos out on YouTube. And also, we want to give a shout-out to the Nerd Nighters, the Tonight yeah, Show guys. of the board game industry, Wednesday nights. Uh, at nine, nine thirty. Yeah, it's just tune, just tune in. Just one. Yeah, time zone is Think of it basically as you had dinner, you had a nice evening, and now you just want to wind down and and see what's up in the board game industry. Exactly. And then if you're still awake, you can tune in to us next week. Thanks and for watching. If you're still awake, you night. can listen to Lance. <laughs> yeah, and if you're really enduring, stay up for Lance and the Alaboom Show because uh, we love them too. On that oh, note, yeah, we got to figure out all that timing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on that note, have a great night, and we'll uh, see you next week. Good night. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Ooh.